What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast, the Redhead Official Podcast. My name is Lee Smith, host of the Redhead Official Podcast. So happy to have you back. If you're a first-time listener, thank you so much for dropping by. I'll try my best not to suck. And if you are a returning listener, hey, I really, really appreciate that. We're trying to grow this podcast. One listener and one listen at a time. So thank you very much. Over 40 men. Are you willing, ready, willing, and able to lose up to 20 pounds in as little as the next 30 days? If the answer is yes, then check this out. Funk Roberts will let you do that. We'll let you try that for $1 for the next 30 days. Now, Funk Roberts has a a platform, a fitness program that is designed just for over 40 men like you and I. You may not have known that the popular diet plans, the popular fitness plans are generally tailored for either A, women or B, younger men. And those are no good for us because they kill our testosterone. Well, Funk Roberts is 51 years old. And he's a certified metabolic trainer who has an Amazon number one best-selling book called Rapid Body Makeover. You can get it right now on Amazon. Plus, his latest book is called Over 40 Shred. And that's about to be released, I believe, within the next day or two. Okay, so this is a, this guy knows what he is doing. And if you want to, uh, you know, get in and get your uh, over 40 workout on, get in awesome, awesome shape, you can go to the over 40 men's guide to fitness.com. That's the over 40 men's guide to fitness.com. You'll be able to cop my free ebook, Fitness Psychology, to help you erase any self-doubt that you may have. And then once you are there, you'll have access. Uh, if you click the the link to the Funk Roberts Over 40 Alpha program, you're going to get killer workouts, nutrition, live coaching, and meal plan, plus some really awesome bonuses that are too awesome to mention right here. You're just going to have to go over there and check those out. So, okay, that's the Over 40 Men's Guide to Fitness.com. The over 40, 40 is the number 40. Over 40, the the over 40 men's guide to to fitness.com. And once again, um, you can go check out his books, uh, Rapid Body Makeover and Over 40 Shred, both on Amazon. All right, so let's get right to it. Actually, before we do... um, want to give a shout out to Will, Willis Haviland Carrier. That name might not mean anything to many of you, but that's the same carrier of, that's the first carrier, the uh, gentleman who, who invented air conditioning. Born November 26, uh, 1876, died October 7, 1950. And the reason he's top of mind right now is because the air conditioning in the crib isn't working 
And uh, until the repair guy gets here, which should be shortly, actually. Uh, yeah, this is not comfortable. I mean, it's not awful, but not ideal either. Anyway, just want to give a give a shout out where shout outs are due. Uh, definitely. Hey, so back in the day, back in the day, somewhere around 2004, 2005, uh, I was at a party with Venus Williams. Now, I did not expect to be at a party with her. Um, and it's possible, I don't know this for a fact, but it's possible it's the same night that Roy Jones Jr. got knocked out by Antonio Tarver. Um, I'm not too clear on that, but but I know it was at the same venue and right around the same time, I think. Anyway, um, so it was in D.C. on U Street Northwest. Anybody that knows D.C. and is familiar with the nightlife scene knows that 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 place has been live for many, many years. And back back then, um, it was still more of a, a black sort of scene. Now it's kind of, I'm, I'm not going to say mostly white, but it's certainly there were not a lot of white people hanging out on U Street back in those days. I mean, there were some, but not not like like now. Well, anyway, there was this club called Republic Gardens. Now, this was the second incarnation of it because uh, before I got here um, in the 90s, uh, evidently that was the spot. Okay. Um, I believe it was owned by Mark Barnes. Okay. Um, and then. Uh, then it closed down, you know, as these things happen. Um, but then it reopened um, somewhere around 2004, right? Maybe two, 2003, maybe. And um, so I'm in there one night and, you know, it's a nice, nice scene, you know, nice, nice crowd. Um, people are dancing and stuff, music's good and all that, you know, I mean, it's fun. All of a sudden, uh, I see this really tall woman walking around who's instantly recognizable and she's walking around and she's walking around with some other friends of hers, um, you know, and I go, Hey, that's Venus Williams. (laughs) You know, and um, I don't think she was wearing heels because I remember she wasn't taller than I am. And if she had been wearing heels, she would have been. Um, So she must have been wearing flats. But um, yeah, you know, six, what's that? Six, one, six, two or something like that. Um, Lean, you know. Um, and she was with these other girls. So you figure it was probably like a party of four or maybe five. 
okay um and uh by the way if you're um wondering her sister wasn't there okay but you know but you know what though she has an well she had another sister that actually died later i think so maybe one of the other girls was the um other sister not exactly sure but anyway um so here's the thing though right um if you didn't know who she was her body language and the way she was interacting in the club was just like any other 26 year old chick i mean she was not necessarily uh obviously all that self-confident um apparently you know in that sort of environment um she certainly was not an alpha chick by any means she was um she was there and she was having a good time it seemed but she did not look like she was the type of chick that was at the club often which makes makes sense you know um but she was just like really any other 25 26 year old chick at the club who wasn't thoughtin <laughs> You know, she wasn't thoughtin' at all, you know. So, yeah. Uh, and the thing, though, that's kind of notable is that the comments, because I could hear comments, I could hear people talking around her and about her. And it was vicious, cruel, unseemly, and... It, the context of people who criticize Trump, let's say, okay, who is an easy target because we know that he's vile, he's a con man, he's a pathological liar. Uh, there is a not, there is a lot not to like about the guy. Um, and even if you back out the whole racism angle, and I actually have turned uh, on that angle, I do not be, believe him to be racist. Um, but that does not defend the fact that I do find him to be in many ways a contemptible individual. Okay, but to be fair, how is he any worse than people who, for no good reason at all, would give all types of insults about her appearance or she's too tall or this or that or the other thing? And by the way, the people that were doing this weren't white no they were black okay all right see i'm gonna call it like it is right I, you know i don't care about feelings generally 
just go with the facts and let the facts take us where the facts take us. And the fact is that I was there in the club hearing comments all around. Oh, look at her. She a Amazon. Why she so tall? Damn, she dark. Man, look at her edges. Man, I mean, hey, look, man. I'm trying. Look, this is what it is. Okay, how despicable is that? Now, having said that, to be fair, because once again, I remember when she and Serena came to D.C. to do a public. I forgot why why they were in town. They may have been doing it, doing some sort of clinic, or they may have been there to promote their um the washington castles which is like they do team tennis in the summertime don't ask me how they do that i have no idea and why anybody would want to be in the district in the summertime having to do anything out outdoors is beyond me (laughs) yeah 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 that's a that's a check I do not want. Okay. Send send me to a tournament in Winnipeg. <laughs> That's where I want to be. Don't want to be here. But anyway. Um, yeah. Uh, they were here and they they were at the uh, they were at HUR radio and um, in advance of them showing up all of the radio people are all happy and they think you know they're talking about oh yeah you know they're coming in it's gonna be awesome you know we love Serena and Venus and And, you know when they got there these chicks were on their phones I mean like the word I got after the fact was that it was such an unpleasant experience that they really uh, didn't have any words for them after that. Like it was a thing where their bubble was burst. Like they really didn't care whether, you know, they saw them again or, or not, you know, like they were just completely dis dismissive of giving attention to the hosts and all that stuff. So that isn't cool, you know, and they were in violation and um, I will certainly mention that here uh, from everything that I heard. Okay. But having said that, right, these people didn't know, know anything about that. And I believe that that episode was, uh, I believe that that radio function was at least a good year or two later, you know, I think so, so. So again, I mean, um, that does not absolve people from just uh, having such vicious animosity towards someone who at the end of the day is just a 26-year-old woman who's at the club trying to live like a somewhat regular person okay and um i mean 
I don't know if she could hear what, what you know, all of the shade, but I mean, I could. And, and, and just picture the fact that it's a club. I mean, like it's loud in there. I mean, so I'm, I'm like, how can I hear all this? <laughs> but I am, you know? So, um, no, man. So if you're a person, you know, and well, just, um, I will say that, that undoubtedly these are people who would have nothing nice to say about Trump or, you know, Republicans or anything like that. Okay. And they would likely be on the racial angle and all this type of stuff and calling some people Uncle Tom's and this and that and sellouts and everything like that. But meanwhile, they need to check themselves because you know who isn't called you because you know who wouldn't do that. Larry Elder wouldn't do that. Uh, Candace Owens wouldn't do that. Brandon Tatum wouldn't do that. Um, Thomas Sowell, I mean, obviously a lot of these people wouldn't be at the place anyway. (laughs) But the point is that they're not doing that. You are. So people need to check themselves, man. Seriously, you know. But yes, so that was Venus Williams at the club. Uh, she was not twerking or anything like that. Uh, although that would have been a sight to see um, at six foot, whatever she is. But yeah, which actually brings me to another issue. Okay. Um, this whole thing about, well, um, in the news the other day, uh, talking about Trump is uh, has uh, pledged $500 billion to the African-American com- community. Um, I don't have all of the specifics because he never laid them out. <laughs> uh, evidently, he doesn't even really know. But um, I guess you just start with the dollar amount and the idea and then you just kind of try to figure out what to do I mean you know I guess but here's the thing Uh, being black and being black for 54 years okay being black here in the US of A I will say this uh, and I'm saying this here because I want this on record Uh, I don't want the 500 billion and and whatever portion of that is supposed to accrue towards me I really don't even want it and and it's not that I don't appreciate the gesture and the thought behind it and the reasoning behind it as I understand it no that's actually good um and uh, that in and of itself does not absolve or does not change my general view of Trump as a highly contemptible person on many different levels 
okay but for me it's about the the journey you know like trump for all of his successes and his his failures he started out with what would be in in modern money uh, what i was told was about 10 million dollars so with 10 million dollars no matter what happens with him when he looks looks back on his his life whatever he has accomplished okay and to be fair he has failed a lot but he's also uh, accomplished a lot okay but it's tempered with the fact that he had a 10 million dollar head start okay and the way I'm built I don't want that I want to know that wherever I got whatever I wherever I end up ultimately is because not that I came from from nothing but that it's the it's the it's the journey it's the journey it's the it's the wonder it's the it's the late nights uh laying there am I doing the right thing should I do this maybe I should be doing that am I working hard enough what about my daughter am I doing the right thing by her you know um trying to budget this to pay for that but then this comes up and you have to figure that you know the resourcefulness that it takes and the mental toughness that it takes to to navigate that type of existence uh to me that's what that's that's what you look look back on to make it to to make it more valuable like man i earned this or if you're not where you want to be you go well you know what um you know i did what i could could do the best way that i knew how at the time and 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 wherever that ends up is just where it ends up but to have some type of special dispensation or special racially based consideration i'm not for it man i don't want it i don't because i don't want what i achieve ultimately tainted by anybody especially him (laughs) I don't want it tainted man I don't now I know that a lot of people will feel like hey you know it doesn't really matter not me Um, other thing is um, as it pertains to um, as it pertains to the whole racial angle too um, I just don't think that in the long term that that's ever viable. I just don't. 
you know, um, and and part of that is because ultimately you can't like you can't change people's behavior if if they don't want to do it. Like an example would be I have been um, in places where um, I've been up early and I've seen people waiting online at quarter to five in the morning, five in the morning, 5.15 in the morning to buy the latest Jordans or the latest whatever at $150 a WAP or $175 a WAP or $200 per, okay? And who do you think's in these lines, right? Meanwhile, um, Stefan Marbury started Starbury years ago so that kids could buy fly-looking merchandise, sneakers and hoodies and stuff and basketball shorts and everything, without having to spend hundreds of bucks. And what happened? It flopped because the very people that he wanted to buy didn't want to buy because their mentalities are so messed up because their value system is so messed up. So how do you change that? If you just throw money at a problem without changing the the value system, it's not going to work and it's shameful. Okay. How how many books can you buy for for $150? If you have let's say at even two two kids, just only two at $300 a pop now. How how many books can you buy? Can you learn a language? You probably can. You know? In fact, let's take a quick quick look right here. Let's take a quick look uh, let's go, um, Rosetta Stone. Let's just take a look at that. Let's see what a Rosetta Stone Spanish course is. Not something even super difficult like Mandarin. Learn, all right, uh, Babel. That's the first one that comes up. Let's go Spanish. Bam. Oh, gotta go next. Uh, now they're asking me questions as a brain exercise. Next. Uh, what's the other? Thirty minutes a day. Taking a whole survey here. How how old are you? Let's say under eighteen. How did you hear about Babel? Radio. My goodness, you're killing me here. Babel. Oh my God. All right, well, too many questions there. Let's just go to Amazon. So yeah, so start speaking a new new language. It's $199. 
So, so for $199, that'll last and last and last and last, as opposed to a pair of, of Jordans that, um, you know, you got a 12-year-old, a 13-year-old, they will be worn out and not even fitting in probably five or six months max. But it's the mentality. It's the mentality, man. Um, you know, pe- people are literally waiting online uh, to buy something that they think is going to make them valuable or feel better about themselves. I understand that peer peer pressure is a very uh, com- compelling thing, but here's the thing. It's only that way because that's what people in that that environment think. That's how they process the world. If the mentality was different, then it would be peer pressure to put money into different things. And an, uh, another language is just one one thing. You know what I mean? It could be many things, okay? But I think language is something that um, definitely puts you one, one leg up, you know? But anyway... I'm going to probably talk about this more in a in an upcoming episode but but my time is up in about 17 seconds. So guys, thank you so much. This is Lee with the Redhead Official Podcast and I will see you again on the inside later. <laughs>